Hey guys, I'm Victoria Fuller. Welcome to my podcast, Uncensored Saints. Botsheva Hart. Hello, Victoria. Thank you for coming on Uncensored Saints. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm like so excited to talk to you about just like everything. I was looking at your Instagram. I'm like, I just love you, honestly. We were looking at like clips earlier too of like your journey on my unorthodox life. And I know that like you have grown so much since then, but I do want to like start with that. Sure, let's do it. Can we do that? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. So we're, we're on Uncensored We're on Saints, Uncensored So this Saints. is the place to do it. It's perfect. So when you first started on your journey in that show, I know that you were married. Yes. Which is crazy because you were married at 19, right? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that. How did that even happen? How did you guys meet? How did that transpire? So I grew up in an ultra-Orthodox community in Muncie, New York, which is like 45 minutes north of the city mm-hmm. and it's a really like small well I guess not so small but like a insular community where right. you're not really like, interacting with a lot of other people and where I came from you get married at, like pretty soon after high school maybe you have like a gap year in Israel where wow. you study Judaics so that's kind of it come home did you do that no I was okay. like I don't want to do any more school Same I went sis. to yeah <laughs> I was like not for me no thank you um, I did a culinary course, uh, like a kosher one in Brooklyn because, wow. yeah, I wanted to go to cosmetology school and do hair, but my parents didn't want me being in a secular environment because I was 17 yeah. at the time. So they're like, go to this kosher place. You like to cook. You'll have fun. And then when you turn 18, you can go to cosmetology school. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was fun. I got. Yeah. I, I like to cook. I never want to be a chef, but... That's actually amazing. Yeah. I hate cooking. Yeah. Now I don't like to cook, (laughs) but back then, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool. And I did that when I finished. I was going to start cosmetology school in the summer. I met my ex through family friends. We had, like, known each other a little bit, but I went to super strict, like, all-girls high school Wow. Never spoke to a boy. Oh my gosh, you're like, hi. Yeah, like you're really like, so naive and very sweet naive, and innocent. Really innocent. Yeah. Um, so it was just like a safe place. Like I was able to talk to him around friends and family. Mm-hmm. So it was it was okay. But then we started texting and that was a no no. And <gasps> no yeah, way. Yeah. Okay, wait. Why was it so frowned upon? To so, be texting a guy. Yeah, so you just were like, you were only supposed to start dating to get married. And I okay. was talking to, at the time, an 18-year-old. And I was 18. And I felt like I had to tell my mom. So I told my mom. And she was like, okay, if you want to text this guy. Because I think she was already like mentally transitioning out of the society we were in. Right. Which was super strict. Right. And she was like, but if a guy who because my parents already wanted me to start dating to get married. Right. So they're like if a guy comes around that you should like marry then you're going to have to break up with him, but you can text him if you want like you guys can hang out at the house. That is so interesting because yeah. I feel like dating to get married is like you need to date multiple people in order to see what you want or what you don't want, but it sounds like the way that you grew up it was almost like okay, if if he's a good suitor 
then you need to put all your eggs in this basket. 100%. Right. There's no like, oh, you're dating multiple people at right. once, which is like what I do now. Yeah. But <gasps> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. You don't have to, you shouldn't like put all your energy in one person in mm-hmm. the beginning, I think. It's also really different because where I came from, you had like a resume. It was called a shidduch resume, which was like a matchmaking resume. And it wow. had like where they went to school, what they were maybe studying if they were going to college. Wow. Like references that you can call about them like a job interview basically mm-hmm. and this was all about the person you were going to go on one date so when you went Holy on that shit. yeah it was intense it was like please send me your resume before we go on this date <laughs> it like takes like a dating profile to like a crazy extent where you can right. call people's friends and family so when you go on that first date you know so much about the person that like they're already technically yeah. a good suitor for you right so this was going against all those rules because we met on our own we were talking on our own without like a mitigator or anything right, like that right and you know i think we definitely fell in love in the summer right had a beautiful summer fling. He leaves to Israel to do his gap year. Okay. And I'm staying back. And we end up talking throughout the year. He comes back. And, like, I think the biggest thing where I came from was, God forbid, you should have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. So you get married to have sex. Right. Which yeah. is such an interesting thing because, like, we have different beliefs. But that's very much so in the Christian community as well. It's like... They even say it's like it's better that if you're working towards that just for that aspect of marriage, it's better to do that than to sleep with somebody and like before marriage. Yeah. So in my mind now, thinking about it, I'm like, no, it's actually not (laughs) at all. But that's what you grow up on. And that's what the church teaches you, essentially. I mean, I think a lot of the rules are like so similar in all religions. Like save yourself for marriage. And that's why they keep everything so separate so that right. you won't, like, be tempted to, God forbid, tarnish yourself in any way. Right. Surprise so, the temple, babes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we got married. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, how long were you dating until you got married? We start to finish. We were probably, like, together for, I would say, a little over a year, but a lot of that time was long oh, wow. distance. Okay. But I, I think I knew him really well. I don't think there were a lot of yeah. surprises when I got married. Mm-hmm. And I'm really thankful I married my best friend. He was an incredible partner. Like, I'm so thankful for my experience. Right. But I also don't think you should pick your life partner at 19. Oh, no. Yeah. Honey, you shouldn't pick anything at 19, <laughs> especially your life partner. Definitely not. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so your divorce. Yes. When did that happen? How old were you? I was 28, so it's been a little over a year now. So you were married for nine years yeah. then. Okay, that's a Long significant amount of time to be married to somebody. Mm-hmm. But like you actually lived like a whole life at that point because nine years into a marriage from 19 to 28 or 29, like – that's a whole like life. Yeah. You've no. already lived and like now you're starting over. Yeah, I'm like a baby in a lot of ways when it comes to dating and mm-hmm. like certain things, like living on my like getting my own mail. Never did that. <laughs> I know that's like really Was he doing that for you? He always got the mail. Really? Okay. And like putting out the trash. Like yeah, stuff like, like the that. trash was okay. easy, but like the mail, like I live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. I never think about it. I've missed like two jury duty summons because <laughs> I get my mail every three months when I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. Uh, so like I mean, it's not that it's hard. I just, like, I don't think about it. I, I can agree. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, walking out to the mailbox, like, woo, let's get the mail. Yeah. Like, I went from, like, living with my parents to living with my husband. So I never right. had, like, any alone experience at all. Wow. 
So your divorce happened when you were, it was last year. Yeah. And that was like pretty public for you, right? Because you were on the show at that point and the first season you were with him and you were married on the show and then the second season he was just gone. Yeah. So walk me through that a little bit. Like how did that, it was probably really hard for you, like being with someone for nine years and then them just like not being there anymore. Yeah. Oh my God absolutely miserable yeah I never understood heartbreak until like I experienced it myself because I would like hear about it and yeah. movies or music and I didn't understand like that it's a physical feeling like you physically feel broken yeah like there's um, like a body part missing yeah yeah exactly so that was awful I don't yeah. wish like heartbreak on anyone it's really sad and I was definitely miserable for a while mm-hmm. I also didn't think that anybody cared about me until I got divorced because I didn't realize that, like, so many people were invested in me and my relationship from the first season until it went public. And I thought, like, you know, I have a small Instagram following, but Mm -hmm. I was, like, once it went public, like, everybody picked it up. And I was, like, wow, like, people are actually invested in my life. And that was a weird feeling. Right. So then at that point, were people more invested in, like, do you feel like you singly or do you think, like, you as a pair? Oh, that's an interesting question. I think both. I think they were, like, curious to see where I would go, but they Mm -hmm. definitely knew me as being with someone. Yeah, because I think that's, like, a hard transition for people. Like, in Mm -hmm. my experience, like, what I went through, people get so attached to the story of, like, you with this person. Mm -hmm. And so then it's, like, very hard to, like, break that that picture that people have of, like, you and this other person. That's just, like, why I ask. Because, like, sometimes it's hard to then move on after and just, like, be your own person and people, like, connect to that. Yeah, I think that that's why I, like, like the second season a lot because I feel like you really got to see me start finding myself and figuring things out without Mm -hmm. me, like, the forefront wasn't my divorce. The forefront was, like, me learning to be single and dating and I thought that was really nice so how is dating in New York dating in New York is great I think that it gets a bad rap because it's a numbers game Mm -hmm. so you have to be willing to like put yourself out there and go on dates it definitely was I'll go on like periods of time where I go on a bunch of dates and then I go on no dates because I'm exhausted and I don't want to talk to anyone Mm -hmm. but I think what's cool about New York is that you never feel like there's nobody out there because yeah, there's, there's so millions people. of people, right? Yeah. So how are you like dating though? Like, what is your main source of like finding people? Is it DMs? Is it like Hinge? Is it Bumble? What is? Yeah, that? I I think I've gone on. I would say the most like Hinge dates. Okay. I think okay. dating apps for sure. Okay. DMs. I've maybe gone on like two DM dates and like they've both been fans. So I don't think I'll ever See, do that's that again. What, that like scares me a little bit. Like, okay, so how what did they say to you in order to like grab <laughs> the your first attention? date I ever I ever went on was with a guy that slid into my DMs and I actually liked it. I don't know if he like knew that. I feel like I actually told him on the date because I just wanted to get it out there and I was so yeah. I was like nervous. It was the first date I'd ever gone on mm-hmm. and I liked it because he knew my story like I didn't have to tell him anything about my life yeah which that yeah, felt I get, safe for me at right, the time right. like I didn't have to be like oh yeah I just got divorced got a, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. I wasn't comfortable at that time saying so it worked out but the minute I sat down like five minutes in he's like 
my friends all tell me I'd be amazing on Netflix. And I'm like, see, cool. I was going to say it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> when people know you yeah. and then you go on a date with them because like the blessing is, OK, I don't have to like reiterate what people already know. Yeah. But then the curse is like, oh, shit, like this person knows everything about me. Like, what are their intentions with mm-hmm. me? Like, do they actually like me or are they just here to date me because of like whatever they read about me? Exactly. Yeah. Whenever now, if I see anyone that starts off a message me mentioning the show and I immediately say no okay I just don't respond so we have leveled up at this point yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are yeah. Not no, no, that was like yet. the first time I did that and I was like <laughs> yeah. never again yeah. but I was happy I did it because I felt comfortable mm-hmm. and then my new year's resolution was to delete hinge though oh shit yeah okay so did you do it I did do it oh um, my god I think I've like Congrats. gone out on all the hinge dates that I would go out on right with the you guys you feel like you've expired the app yeah. at this point so, um, so how do you date then? Like, who are so you now, meeting? Now, I mean, I'm still on Raya, which is, like, great yeah, for travel. Yeah, But I'm trying to put myself out there and tell friends. And when I meet people, I'm like, I'm single. Set me up with somebody. Because yeah. I feel like that's a little bit more my vibe right now is, mm-hmm. like, in person, trying to be a little bit more out there when I do go out and, like, not frequent the same places that I always go to. Right. To meet new people. Yeah, it's funny, like, so you want, like, a meet-cute, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't need that, but – or, or like, someone set me up with a friend. Right. You know, someone told me one time, they're like, how do you expect to meet, like, your husband in, like, the bar? Because, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm, like, not meeting anybody. And they're like, well, where are you going? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean, babe? Yeah. So I'm just at the yeah. bar. And they're yeah. like, yeah, you're not going to meet your husband there. I'm like, I cool. feel like it depends what kind of bar. Like, is it yeah. people talking or is it, like, partying? Like, you're not meeting anyone at right. a club. Oh, no. Uh, side note, I hate clubs. Okay. Yeah. And they're you, you so can't loud. Talk. Yeah. You can't talk. Like, you're just, like, you have, like, your bottle of, like, champagne. You're like, like yeah. for sure. Yeah, you're, like, you're mouthing not. shit to exactly. each other. Yeah, That's, like, a awful. place you can go with friends, people you know, but, yeah. like, you're not meeting anyone there. This year, I'm just trying to be a little more intentional with my time okay. and dates. Okay. Because I feel like I've gone on so many that, like, now I'm taking a step back and I'm being like, okay, I need to know something about this person before I'm giving them any of my time. Okay, so ha- have you gone on any dates in 2023? I have. Really? I have a second date later today. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. Who is he? Um, I met him on Raya. Okay. Which generally, I think, like, people are really bored over the holidays because, like, it's usually the worst <laughs> app ever. Yeah. Great for travel. Uh-huh. Like, I've gone on some really great dates when I'm visiting Yeah, I'm not on there, but a lot of my friends are, and they think it's, like, great. Yeah. Like, in New York, it sucks. Mm-hmm. I, you, mm-hmm. you match with the same people. Nobody ever messages anybody. Right. It's, it's just, just kind of like, yeah. Well, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Or, or I'll go out and I'll be like, I've seen you on the app. I've <laughs> right. seen you. But, like, I'm not going to talk to you now if you can't, like, right. message me or something. Right. But I think people are just bored over the holiday, so everyone was really active on it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, second date. I think I'm going to have a nice time, so I'm excited. So this is your second date with this guy? This guy. Okay, so that means you actually see potential with him, no? Yeah, I had, like, I had a nice time. I'm trying to be, like, a little bit more open-minded also if I had a nice time going out again and not being, mm-hmm. like – Oh, well, I don't see you. Yeah, you're like, uh. Yeah. So what was your first date with him? We just had drinks. I, I have this thing where what I'm trying not to do is I did like a back-to-back, you know, like a drinks and then a drinks with somebody else. You like oh, pre-drain shit. the second drink. Like you had two oh, yeah. dates lined up. Oh, yeah. Like if I'm getting okay. out and ready, then I'm like I might as well get two first dates out of the way. Two for one. Yeah. 
I love sure. a Tiburon. I love <laughs> a Tiburon. Yeah, no, for Tiburon, for sure. Um, and so the first one, so I like cut it off really short. Like I give them like an hour and a half of time. And if I have a nice time, then I'll want to see them again and we can do it again. And if I don't, then like I didn't waste my time because I pre-gained my next date. <laughs> I like that. But You're I'm like trying not to do it anymore. For the second one. Okay. So my question for that, the follow-up is, yeah. do you like plan that out where you're like, I'm probably going to like the second guy better. So let me pre-game with the first guy. Because he's like, probably not going to be great for the second guy. Um, It really depends. Like at first date, so I really don't know. Yeah. What so are the qualifications more... though? And like your dates. To go on a date. Um, or no, just like in general, like if you're vibing with the guy, like what are the qualifications that he has to meet in order for a second date? Ooh, good question. Like what are my non-negotiables? Yeah, I like it. Non-negotiables. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't say like as a rule, but generally they can't snore. I ask all these questions on a first date. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. Like you're not allowed to snore. No, no, do not snore because then I'll never be able to share a bed with you. Yeah. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So like immediately no. Um, also, like, I mean, I won't go on a date with someone, like, depending on their job. Like, if there's going to be zero oh. flexibility. Okay. Like, like if I'm, they're, like, a workaholic and – Not necessarily a workaholic, but, like, someone who, let's say a doctor, like, has to be in an office every single day. Like, there's no option to be a doctor and work remotely, really. Right, Like, I need right. someone who's, like, slightly flexible because okay. my job is really flexible. I like totally. to travel, you know, something like that. I wouldn't say that, like, I only go out with Jewish guys. The second date guy was not Jewish. But I think it's my preference. Yeah. Like, what does a guy have to say? Like, what has been a turnoff for you where you're, like, absolutely fucking not? Oh, I went on a date when, like, I don't know, on Sunday, a first date. This guy, we're at, and and I, it was my mistake because I gave him a dinner because I was supposed to have drinks with him, but then my dinner got canceled. Oh, so there's, like, separate, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. And there's there's a date where it's, like, drinks and then there's, like, a date where it's like dinner and drinks. Yeah, like a dinner is usually it could be a second date, but I usually don't say yes uh. to a dinner date for first because you're stuck. That's true meal. for like two hours. Yeah, possibly. like you're gonna have an appetizer, a mean, and like <laughs> you can usually get out of a dessert, but like it's a possibility. <laughs> you're like, there's a possibility for a dessert, and yeah, we are not saying it. No, if I'm no. not enjoying my time, like I want to be able to get out of there. Yeah. So, like, it's easy to do that on drink. You could be like, oh, my God, I have an early morning meeting. Yeah, like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, like, I can only do one drink tonight. My dog, he's sick. Yeah. There's so many easier I'm outs. i go vacuum my neighbor's driveway. <laughs> so, goodbye. Uh, I've never done anything like that, but I'll just, like, blame things on work. But dinner, yeah. it's very hard to get out of dinner while you're there. So, I made the mistake of saying yes to dinner because I didn't have any dinner plans, and I'm like, I have to eat. So She's I'll just, so hungry. You know? <laughs> And, well, one of the first things was he takes me to an Italian place, and as we're looking at the menu and I was, like, talking about it, he was like, oh, I don't really eat pasta. And I'm like, well, why'd you take me to an Italian spot? And he's like, well, I heard good things. I'm like, okay, already I don't like you because (laughs) I don't like people who are, like, too intense about the food that they eat. Like, if you're going to an Italian place, like, have pasta. 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. Was he, like, worried about his figure or something? Yes. He was very oh, into his no, health. Oh, no, babe. Too, too into, yeah. yeah. Too into his health. That's, like, a no for me. Mm. I want someone who's, like, mindful, likes to work sure. out, stay in shape, but, like, eat a piece of pasta. Yeah. Then they had, like, sent us drinks, which was really nice on the house. And he finishes something and he, like, calls a waiter over and asks for a glass of wine. 
does not look at me and ask if I want a drink. Oh, you're kidding. Like, doesn't even, like, acknowledge my presence so, like, we're both having a meal together. Looks at the waiter and says, can I get a glass of Cabernet? And then the waiter looks at me and he was like, do you want something? And I was like, yes, Thanks actually, I Thanks for asking, waiter. Thank you. Whoever the yeah. waiter was, thank you. So, like, that – I mean, I already knew as it was going on that it was going to be a no. But after he did that, like, don't be rude. Oh, that's so yeah. rude. So Terrible. then how did the rest of the day go? What did you say to get out of it? I just, like, we didn't do – I just said, no, I'm not hungry for dessert. Right. Made it clear when we were leaving. Like, I, I made – took my my step, you know, like, don't come too <laughs> close to me or get any ideas. <laughs> then he took me home and that was it. I mean, dropped me off at my hotel. Yeah. I was away for the weekend and yeah. that was it. Okay. Yeah. So that's a no. Don't be rude. Don't how do you be treat rude. people? Yeah. Like, wait staff and people – wherever you are. We were literally just having this conversation. Like, you can tell so much about a person by the way they treat their waitress or waiter. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you're in customer service like that, because I've been there, and I know that, like, it's not – you don't want to be, like, talked down, you know? Like, people – I don't know. Just in that industry, it's just – Always be nice. Always Always tip well. If a guy's not tipping well, I'm like, I'm fucking out on you. Yeah. Goodbye forever. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of things you can tell about a person. For sure. So so he's out. Goodbye forever. But I did have – this happened last night. I didn't even like tell my friends yet. Oh, my God. Yay. Tell me. this was fun. I went on a date with a guy. A friend set up. Okay. This is good. This is good. I was like excited. We go on a date. We had a – and I didn't do a back-to-back. I did a one drink date and ended up being a really long date. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. Find out he actually lives in my building, very New York City. Whoa. Yeah, like, but the other elevator bank. So, like, I've never seen him before. Okay. And, like, I've been living there for two years and it's just funny that I haven't seen That's him. That's insane. Yeah. So, we were, like, talking about where we live. I come home last night at, like, I don't know, 10, 30, 11, like, mm-hmm. right off the plane and I see there's, like, a note under my door. <gasps> And oh I opened it up and he had written me like a note ask like asking me out on a second date. At first I thought I had a stalker in the building. You're and like, I who in out. the fuck is this? <laughs> You're like, I know you just got back from You're Miami. Like, oh, and I was like <laughs> I was literally like about to dial my mom and like start freaking out that someone knows my apartment number. Yeah. And then I see the bottom and it says his name and I was like, Oh, that's sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. So this was last night. This was last night. So I'm gonna see him on Sunday. You like him, I can tell. I had a nice time. You're, like, yeah. smiling about it. I thought him. it was very thoughtful, but, all, like, could have been really creepy. But, like, actually, only because I was, like, why did you, Yeah, I was, like, oh, my gosh, wait, you told him you're, like, apartment over. That's yeah. actually scary. Yeah, I like, guess what if he's like, a crazy he, person? Since it was a friend set up, it was, like, a mutual friend. She's already done all of the research yeah, for you. Exactly. So you don't have to worry if he's, like, a stalker. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Is he fun. Jewish as well? He's Jewish, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Both the second date boys are Jewish. Okay, yeah. so they are checking, the, checking boxes. the boxes. Yeah. Okay, so you are dating. You're living your best mm-hmm. life. Like, what does it mean now? Because I, I know that you have sort of branched off. Like, you probably are still in your faith, right? I'm, like, very proud Jewish, but I wouldn't consider myself religious. Okay. And I yeah. love that because I think, like, having a relationship with mm-hmm. God is, like, your own personal thing. And you don't have to be considered religious in yeah. order to love God. For sure. Right? But since then, you've been, like, on Instagram just, like, living your best life and, mm-hmm. like, into fashion and all that stuff. Like, you weren't able to do that before. 
Yeah, I definitely, like, the first time I ever posted a bikini photo, Mm -hmm. and it was very tasteful. It wasn't, like, you know, ass out kind of thing, was, like, 2021. Okay. Like, in the summer. Right. And then I remember I, like, started posting, like, more, like, bikini stuff or slightly more revealing once, like, me and my ex had split because, like, he was more modest and, like, I was very respectful of his feelings. Mm -hmm. And then once I was single, I was like, I can post whatever the fuck I want. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember my friend messaging me and she was like, wow, like, I've never seen, like, your body before. And I was like, well, it's always been here. You just haven't seen it. (laughs) Right. Because you weren't even Mm -hmm. really allowed to wear pants. Yeah, I didn't wear pants until I was 27. Holy shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. Like, can we just think about that for a second? Like, she, you were not wearing pants until you were 27 yeah, years old. It was sad, to though. me, like, I can't even wrap my head around that mm-hmm. because it's just like, what? So was that? So that's more of based off your religion, or was yeah. that more his preference? That was religion based. Like, I grew up like I only wore skirts past my knee, covered my elbow, collarbone. Right. Like, you don't show anything really like you're really modest and that was how I was brought up and that's how I was when I married him and even though we both like transitioned slowly to be more modern Modern, orthodox it was still something that I like I understood it we were brought up that it was wrong it was like a bad thing to do so interesting Um, so like I was respectful of his feelings of course until I was just like this is ridiculous like I'm right right and I feel like I understand why women do that for like their partner or for like religious beliefs I just think it's like really hard for me to wrap my head around especially like sitting here with you like you're stunningly beautiful and like you're into fashion and you're like you're so cool that that's insane yeah it's actually crazy so like were you like trying to make fashion work with like long skirts? I <laughs> was. I was. I started my Instagram page in 2017 and I would post like in my skirts. You're like this and with like your long skirt. Yeah, no, for real though. <laughs> like, not showing your elbows. <laughs> like, uh, and it's funny because I like as the time went on, I my skirts got like shorter and shorter okay. until they're like little mini skirts. Yeah, you're like trying, you're like, okay. Yeah, it's a skirt, but like your ass could hang out too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I would tell him that. I was like, do you really think me wearing a pair of sweatpants or jeans is more like immodest right. than me wearing a little mini skirt? And it was right. just like the mentality behind wearing pants versus skirts that didn't necessarily make sense. Right. But it was just how we were taught. So that was my argument. Like, that was my statement to me. I totally get that. This doesn't really make sense. And when he thought about it more, he was like, I understand. Yeah. So I guess my, like, biggest question for you is that, like, why you ultimately split was because you guys were kind of just on different pages with that? Yeah, I think we were really good. Yeah, I think we were really good at, like, even though I was doing my own thing and I would, like, press an elevator button on Shabbat, like, we kept, like, So on Shabbat, you don't, like, if you're fully observant, you don't use, like, electronics, elevators, cars, TV. You don't go out, really. You, like, hang out with friends and family. And and Shabbat would be, like, sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday. So, like, a full, like, 25 hours. And I would, like, didn't keep it as much towards the end. Mm -hmm. And he was fine with that. Like, I can do my own thing. But when, like, I was 28 and we were talking about starting a family and I'm like, I want my kids to be able to watch TV Saturday morning. And he's like, I don't want them to do that. Like, I want them to be raised in, like, a strictly 
religious home or kosher, we would eat dairy and fish out, which was right. like more lenient. I didn't grow up eating like that. I only ate at kosher restaurants. And he's like, I want my kids to only eat at kosher restaurants. And I was like, we just don't see eye to eye anymore on right. a family. So before we get to that point, like let's end things while there's still like love and respect. Yeah. And we're both really young still. Like right. it's not too late to find someone and start exactly. a family with them at 28 or 29. Yeah. So that was definitely like one of the major factors in us being like this isn't working anymore. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting, like we said before, like, you experienced, like, a whole life, like, nine years married, Mm -hmm. and now you've entered into this stage where, like, you're still so young, and you have so much life ahead of you, Mm -hmm. and, like, I think I saw something, like, you've entered into, like, a hoe phase. Oh, I wrote my – okay, so I I had – I need to know all about this. (laughs) So I had said – I had done, like, a TikTok in the summer, and I I described when I first started dating as my hinge hoe phase. Okay. Yeah, because what does that mean? I just, I just like hinge and hoe. It just like sounded You're like right. ho hinge. Wait, is it hinge hoe or ho hinge? Hinge hoe. I hinge. feel like just, <laughs> like, like just meant like I was going out on like a million dates. Okay, like, a million yeah. people talking to so many. I just did not care about anybody or anything. Like I was so emotionally unavailable. Right. And I was just looking to like it was really fun in the beginning going on dates and meeting new people and yeah. like, having new experiences like things I never totally. did before. So I was just like I did an uh, episode. I have a podcast and I called it like you know my hinge ho phase and yeah and was more talking about if you are in a relationship and you get out of one like everybody should have a hinge ho phase before yeah. you start actually dating right like get that out of your system you have need it fun. out of your system yeah. and i think too like hearing you talk about that like i feel like i went through that so- when i was young yeah you know and almost you didn't get that experience mm-hmm. because you got married so young like you were 19 yeah. when you got married so now you're entering into this new phase of like i'm gonna date a million people right Mm -hmm. now and get this out of my system but I agree with you you have to go through that period of like figuring out like what works for you but ultimately what doesn't work for you and what you don't want in a partner and you probably experience that more times than not going through a whole phase yeah it was just like and I I had to like explain to people I didn't mean like sleeping around it was more just like going out with so many people Mm -hmm. and just like not having a care about it. Right. And now I feel like because I experienced all that, like now I'm much more mindful about my dates. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm not going to be on Hinge anymore. Like I don't need that experience, even though I think Hinge is great for a lot of people. Totally. I just like feel like I have exhausted it. And yeah. I'm moving on to different things. Different things. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. So you and your mom were going through a divorce at the same time, mm-hmm. which – is awful obviously but almost there's like a beauty in it where you guys are able to like lean on one another yeah I think like I'm so thankful for my divorce experience because I had like as positive as a split as you can have like I Mm -hmm. had that experience and I'm so thankful like my mom is going through a miserable divorce and that's like really hard I think I think I obviously like I have a lot more compassion for her because I like truly understand the splitting part but I can't relate to her at all in like the miserable part because her like partner completely went against her and I am like so thankful that I was with someone that we were able to end things like really amicably Amicably, and like when I see him like we catch up and it's really nice 
uh, to be able to have that reunion. I think when my mom first went through her divorce, like, if you watch the show, like, I was not emotionally available to, like, be as supportive as I could, let's say, if I was in the mental space that I am in today. Right. Because I was just, like, still You're going through your own – yeah, you're going through your own stuff. It's very hard to be there for somebody else when you emotionally can't even be there for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're trying to weed through your own shit. Like taking on your mom's stuff, I'm sure, was very hard for you. Yeah. Too. Is she doing is she doing well? Yeah, she's a fighter. Good. And she'll come out on top. Well she raised you, so I'm sure she's wonderful. She's the best. Very thankful for her. And I have like all even you know, like when my parents split, like I have so much respect for her going through like, even me, I had the, this, like, big life change from going from being religious, not religious, and being on my own. And my mom did all that without the support of anyone. And I experienced all that. Like, I moved into my mom's house when I split. And I had mm-hmm. so much, like, care and attention on me. Mm-hmm. And my mom did all those things on her own. So I definitely have, like, a much deeper appreciation for everything that she's gone through because I got to taste a little bit of it myself. Well, I love that. Um, so it's funny because my mom has also, you know, she is, I don't know if she's on Hinge, but she's definitely on Raya. Mm-hmm. And I mean, damn, her mom's on Raya? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Raya. And like, I remember that there's this one guy that I was, I was uh, talking to on Hinge. And <gasps> Did you guys match with the same person? Uh-huh. Shut the fuck oh, up. It gets worse. It gets a lot worse. This guy, he messages – I'm, like, messaging him a little bit. And he, like, never asked me out. So I just, like, you know, you forget about the person. Right. Then we match on Raya. I guess I had liked his profile, like, months before because, you know, it doesn't show you people the same time. Mm-hmm. And he messages me and he's like, oh, ha-ha, Hinge and Raya. And I was like, it's only funny if you ask me out. Like, something like that. Right, kind right. Of like, wh- why are you even messaging yeah, me here? yeah. He, like, responded, like, I'm traveling and I'll be back soon. I'll reach out then. Mm-hmm. Reaches out and he's like, I'm sorry it's been such a long time. Like, I clicked on your Instagram and I realized I've actually gone out with your mom. <gasps> I just wanted to, like, put it out there for you to let you know. And I'm like, ew, as if I would want to go out with you when you went out with my mom. And I called my mom and I told her about it and she was freaking out. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We need to I talk about this. Out. That's actually insane. Uh-huh. Because also, too, like, the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, shit, do you guys, like, do you and your mom, like, talk about, like, who do you match with? Yeah, my mom <laughs> likes the younger boys right, right. now. Right. So. Like, that's Yeah, so our, our age bracket is generally very similar. And uh, oh I'll have, yeah. God. So, like, thankfully, I feel like the guys that I'm interested in aren't, like, interested in my mom. Like, they're looking for yeah. something more, like, serious. Right. Whereas, like, dating my mom, I feel like if you're really young is more of, like, It's fun. for fun. Yeah. It's for fun right now because she's also in this phase of her life where she's probably, yeah. like, I don't want anything serious after getting out of a marriage of how many yeah. years? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she's probably just, like, looking for a yeah. good time. But <laughs> Yeah, do you know that sound on TikTok? It's, like, um, not funny, ha-ha, funny, weird. I don't know if you've no, heard I that sound. No, I haven't heard that yet. But it's a, it's a cute sound, and I did, yeah. like, when you and your mom match with the same person. And I'm, like, it's not funny, ha-ha, it's funny, weird. <laughs> um, Wait, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. So why – so you didn't end up going out with the guy, 
But she never ended up seeing him again, probably, right? Oh, no. She had already ended. I had heard about this guy because my mom had told me about him. Oh, shit. That he was, like, really intense. Oh, wow. And and then, like, I just didn't, like, it was a very classic name. I didn't put two and two together that it would be the same guy. Right. And then I told her and she was like, how gross. How gross. <laughs> That's actually fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what is next for you? Like you were on the show and now you're like just living your best life. What are you doing? Yeah, so I have a podcast that I just started. That's amazing. What is it called? It's called Heart to Heart. Okay, cool. And Play on words. Exactly. Love that. Um, and doing, you know, talking about my life, a lot of experiences. Yeah. And then having on some guests. So that's something like a new project that I'm doing that I'm really excited about. That's so exciting. Uh, hopefully we'll get season three. We haven't found out yet. Aww. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, conti- I'm moving down to Miami for a month. <gasps> Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Wait, where in Miami? Uh, South Beach. Okay. So I have a lot of friends in Miami. I had like... I guess you could call it my hoe face. But, like, I was in Miami. My best friend, Kelly, um, lived there. Or she lives there right now. But I was single. And I would go to Miami, like, once a week. And so we would, like, just rip it up. We were, like, just doing the whole Miami scene. And it was so much fun. When you're single, Miami is the spot Mm -hmm. to be. Like, you want to be in Miami if you're single. Yeah, so that's why I'm, like, I don't have anything holding me back right now. My lease is up the end of the month, and I'm, like, I've always wanted to try Miami out. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go for a month, maybe two, and then I'll come back and Oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. You're going to absolutely love it. It's going to be so good for you because everyone's just going to love you. You're stunningly beautiful. But it's just such a good time. And it's like the winter. February in New York is the worst month ever. Right. Yeah. You want to get out of the cold, Mm -hmm. go to the heat. Miami is the place to be, baby. So good. I'm excited. So that's what's coming up That's so exciting. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so fun. Um, I do want to play like a little – game sure it's called unpopular opinion love okay unpopular opinion which like everyone knows what this game is i don't have to explain it okay unpopular opinion dry january is an excuse to make people feel better about themselves oh definitely don't you think i don't understand i'm like dry january like are you kidding me drinking so much sugar instead like is that better for you no (laughs) thank you i agree (sighs) Um, this one's good. Unpopular opinion, but nobody cares about the dream you had last night. Ooh, this is a good one. Most likely, yeah. Unless it's about me. If I'm in it, then I may yeah. care. Yeah, I know for sure. Like, yeah. what am I doing, babes? Yeah. But, like, I don't want to hear about your dreams. No, no, I'm good. Also, I, never re- I don't have this written down, but unpopular opinion. I tend to do this, but I don't really care. Your astrological sign. Oh. I don't really care. Yeah. Do you care? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like what are you though I'm a Pisces my birthday next month oh my god happy birthday I'll be in Miami for my 30th so I'm excited holy shit that Mm -hmm. is so exciting what are you gonna do a birthday weekend it's gonna be like a mini bachelorette party okay oh Oh, yeah no for sure just for like your 30th yeah 30 flirty and thriving exactly yeah absolutely you're gonna be on a yacht oh yeah Oh, yeah, no, for sure. You're in Miami. Of course. Literally. Okay. (laughs) Love this. Um, Unpopular opinion. Ben Affleck seems like a good guy. I don't know. No. No. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think he seems like a good guy. I think he seems like a liar and a piece of shit. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I like... 
Did you watch the Jennifer Lopez documentary? No. Okay, you must. It's really amazing. Okay, wait, tell me. What did she say about him? It was just – she didn't talk about him. I don't know if they were together at that point. They're married now, right? Yeah. I think Sweet. that it was – before they were together but she was just like talking about like all the relationships that she's been in and all of herself that she's given to people Mm -hmm. and then and then she gets like and she's like the most stunning beautiful talented human being and she gets like cheated on and thrown to the side right so it's just like you want the best for her and then you wonder if ben affleck is the best and then you think (sighs) you know what that's such a good point she's such a queen it's like eh, he's kind of a dud I'm like, J-Lo, what are you doing, babes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Allergies are a sign of weakness. Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've gotten shit about this, but yes, I, I do. <laughs> I do agree until, like, I have a stomach thing now, and now I feel, like, bad for shit yeah. on everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's how so it always happens. Definitely yeah. until you have something, then you're like, no, it's for real. No, like, when someone, like, gets sick around me, <laughs> I'm, like, not. I'm, like, so well. Yeah. I'm, like. Mm. Yeah, I'm like your immune system. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with it. It's compromised. Yeah, I'm like I'm stronger than you in every way. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Until so you okay. have something, and I was like, yeah, and I'm like, now. I'm like, no, guys, it's the yeah. virus. Uh-huh. It's not me. Um, running is an enjoyable hobby. Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I understand, okay. like maybe for a little bit. But, like, whenever I hear people – I my sister ran the marathon. Yeah. And it was so amazing to watch. Yeah. And to watch. To She's watch. Like, She's, like, over there, like, a little cheerleader. Like, go. Yeah, I made a sign. Oh, that's cute. I was like, at you the got end. This. Yeah. Great place to be. Right. Not one moment when I was watching this inspiring event did I think, I want to do this. Like, I want to participate. Not at all. No, no. thanks. <laughs> I don't like to be sweaty like that. Mm, no. And, like, my legs, they just, like, hurt Mm -mm. without running. So, like, why would I subject myself to that? Not about it. Yeah, so we're, like, not runners. I like the power walk. I love a hot girl walk. Oh, I love a hot girl walk. Yeah. Just, like, an even pace. Yeah. Your your heart rate can get elevated (laughs) that way. You can sweat still. Just not too much. Yeah, not too much. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Um, Okay. All purple clothing should be burned, in popular opinion. Purple or lavender? Because I like lavender, oh. but purple, I agree. Really? Okay, so person. you're thinking of like a dark purple. Yeah. I'm thinking like all purple just kind of sucks in general. Yeah. I like lavender though. You do? Yeah. I could see you being a lavender girl. Like a periwinkle or like a light pink. Like you're just like girly. Yeah, I like, like some it. Girly Very stuff. feminine. Okay, and so our last, our last segment with Uncensored Saints is. Let's do it. The confessional. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so for the segment, I want you to tell me one thing that you've never told anyone before. Ooh. And it can't be that you and your mom dated the same person. Because you already that told me. That would have been great. I feel like I gave so many confessions <laughs> yeah. up tonight. You today. did. You did. Oh, I have a great one. Tell me. I realize in my bag over here that I have a condom in my bag, but I don't have perfume. And like, I always have perfume. <laughs> Like, but I have a condom instead. So practice safe sex. <laughs> but I would have rather no. the perfume when I was like, going through my bag today. And You're I was like, just fuck. like, oh, my God. Wow. 
I feel like that's a good confession. I actually love that. By the way, practice safe sex. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see like scrambling through your bag, like trying to get like perfume yeah, out. Yeah, I'm and like, where's my like, perfume? And I mean, I pull out a condom. I'm like, cool. This is really <laughs> unhelpful right now. Maybe later. <laughs> TBD. Uh. Um, Pacheva. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I like you're just the sweetest thing ever. Um, tell everyone where we can find you on social media. Thank you for having me on. This was a what lot of fun. Yay. It was so, so much nice fun. to meet you. I know. So good to meet you. Um, follow me at Bacheva Heart on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube. And that's two A's, right? In yes. heart? Okay, cool. Um, H-A-A-R-T. And you can listen to my podcast, Heart to Heart. Heart to Heart, baby. Everywhere podcasts are listened to. I love this for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>